Hello, I'm Beth Carson Wallace, and welcome to Life Changes. The show is dedicated to helping you find your true self, whatever that means to you, so that you can be enthusiastic about what's yet to come. Healing takes hard work, but on the other side of that work, freedom and peace are right there waiting. We can do this together. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Life Changes. First, let me thank you so much for your wonderful emails. I loved hearing from each of you. Let's get rolling. Today, we're going to hear from Ellen, and I look forward to hearing from you at bcwlifechanges at gmail.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our second podcast. Thank you for your emails. They've been really, really great. Thank you for disclosing such precious information about yourselves. Ellen, if you would, why don't you tell me and tell us what what would you like to talk about today? Well, Beth, I'm boy crazy. Okay. It's a problem. Okay. Let me, let me give you some background. Okay. Um, I'm not an idiot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm a smart person. Um, I got good grades in high school and went to a good college and graduated with honor. So I'm not an idiot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to men, I'm just a sucker. I have been boy crazy my whole life. There is evidence. When I was four, I used to sit with my best friend slash boyfriend, John, who was five up at the, at the front of church during the children's sermon. And we would kiss on each other. <laughs> That's what we would do during the children's sermon. Um, when I was in kindergarten, I fell in love with a boy named Jonathan Winters. I'm still in contact with him. Um, just recently got back in contact with him and he remembered me. Um, I remembered his name because he had the name of a famous comedian. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have remembered that. But I, anyway, um, I love men. I love tall, short, young, old, gay, straight, black, white. It doesn't matter. They're fascinating. They make me laugh. And I like them as friends. And I really like them as boyfriends and whatever else comes with that. So um, I get myself tangled up in these affections because I'm super codependent because I've been burned. I've been hurt. I know men can be terrible. I've been hurt so many times. My ex-husband was horrible. Uh, he's just a not, he's a nightmare of a human being. Um, thank God I don't have to talk to him anymore. My my ex-boyfriend that I was with for 19 years, you know, um, we had a great relationship at some at some point, but he cheated on me, you know, mm-hmm. while I was in rehab get that while i was in rehab he cheated on me what a fuckhead and then there's ken ken is at this point a really really dear friend of mine uh when we met um he was going through some terrible things his mother had died his father was dying and died soon after we started kind of dating and um and then and his parents had had dementia he'd taken care of them my parents had my dad my mom had dementia and then my parents died within a week of each other and um 
he helped me through that. So we had this really um, strong bond and he's one of the smartest guys I've ever dated, but um, there was no sexual component to the relationship. And I, I never really understood why. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to ramble. So please yeah. keep me okay. focused. Okay. I, I, I want it, This is an important relationship, so I want you to get to the heart of this, and I want us to talk more later. But keep going on this. But anyway, so there was never any sexual component in the beginning. He was very hurtful to me. He he could be very mean. Uh, well, the first year we were hanging out. I was drinking and then I got sober and then that's when he got mean was the first year I was sober. And I finally, the amazing thing about him. What do is, you mean by mean? Um, he would pick at me, you okay. know? So I'm dating this new guy and he's awesome and smart and sweet, but he mumbles and I don't hear well at all. My hearing's terrible. And so we're working on the mumbling, which is great. <laughs> the sex is so good. I don't care about the mumbling. So, there's that, you know, so I'm finally having great sex again. I'm not having to deal with my ex and I've got a great guy friend. So right now things are working out great, but this will, I know how this works. This will last for a couple of months and then sh things will go sideways. I let these boys run my life. It feels like, and I, I know I'm too smart for this, mm -hmm. but I, but they're mm -hmm. just so fun. I, I, I'm just such a sucker. That's what I feel like. I'm the biggest sucker. I wish that I knew where this came from, this boy craziness. Uh, I mean, I, I dated a lot of guys in high school. Like I was a serial monogamous, my dad called it. You know, I'd date one guy, and as soon as I broke up with him, I'd have the next guy. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know where this comes from. This no. um, There's a little promiscuity mixed up in it, probably. Yeah. But I, I don't like thinking of it that way. I think of it as um, a healthy sex appetite, you know. Oh, free spirit. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. Free spirit. Okay, sure. Yeah, free spirit. And um, I. So I have a. I, I I like I like the sex. I like men. I like being around them. Um, but I, so I. I mean. Like right now, it's not even a complaint, but it pops up and it has so much say in my life, I feel like. And I'm trying to get away from it. I'm trying to work. You know, I'm NAA. I'm trying to work my steps. And as I do, I feel some of that um, kind of hold being relaxed a little bit, maybe. Maybe I've realized I don't need men as much as I thought you know I'm I'm starting to learn how to do things without my dad around he you know since he's died I've kind of been in a mess because I loved him so much and he helped me so much and um I was spoiled um and I um but I just worry that I'm not a whole person because I feel like I'm trying to fill this void with men i don't know I, or maybe this is healthy i don't know i don't know but it, it at times it feels really unhealthy and that's why it concerns me okay okay all righty well um i think it's 
number one, I think it's so great that you are looking at this because I think a lot of us alcoholics have a tendency to have men addictions as well. It just kind of goes with it for very various reasons but because a lot of the reasons that we drank had to do with uh men issues and right. had, had daddy issues you know uh just stuff like that yeah and but, i didn't have daddy issues i actually had mama issues okay okay but um you know i think one thing that that, that there's several things that come to mind in listening to your story that uh, we might want to kind of shape our questions around today. And, okay. Um, and you can tell me if I'm off the mark, because I often am. But number one, yay for you for looking at it, really and really and truly. Secondly, I'll be ding-donged if we aren't born into this world and we are so um, confused from the time we are born till the time we are 15 years old with our feelings about boys and men because it it's like I mean we have these men that are father figures uncle figures teachers coaches um people that touch our lives in ways as we are growing up teenage boys that teach us how to shoot a basket you know <laughs> someone that teaches us how to skate someone that plays kick the can with us somebody that that plays on and on the in the sidewalk with us and teaches plays sidewalk coloring with chalk you know that does that and in our different stages of development, we are touched in different ways by boys and men that come into our lives. And if we're in stages of our lives where we're feeling somewhat neglected by our daddy, or if we have lost a father, or if our parents have gotten divorced, or if things have happened in our lives, where we are feeling some form of a hole in our heart, we're going to get really latchy feeling. And, you know, I mean, we are so touched by the men that come into our lives as young ladies, as, as little girls, that we, you know, we are bombarded with our senses. So it is not a wonder that we, that we all of a sudden are boy crazy. And that we, if we don't deal, if we don't somehow resolve have some kind of resolve in this it can be torture of some kind in our adult lives and so so that good for you for taking a look at where you got messed up in it and yeah and there's so there's so many factors going on there's yeah. you know i mean you know, I, I grew up in a time when most men, most authority figures were men. Yeah. And um, and I know that's still the case, but it's less so than it was in the 80s. Yeah. And um, 90s. And 
um, yeah, I want I want male approval, and huh. that and and there's there's this. Um, I want them to know that I'm just as smart as them. That's right. Yeah, both my um, my brother was an accountant before he's running the farm now, and my dad had two master's degrees and was a Mensa scholar, you know, or Mensa genius. And um, wow. he uh, was voted man of the year in Crothersville. He ran the Port Authority. So, so we've really got three things that we kind of need to do. We've kind of gone over the history of what, what, what has happened to you, you know, as far as the, this, mm-hmm. this craving for, for men. I mean, that, that that's really been a broad stroke, but, um, we haven't mm-hmm. really gotten to what what's happened as far as specifically the, there's the alcoholism thing and the derailment of the middle of your life. Okay. And then, then we've got to get to what's happening today. Okay. Which is the most important part. So let, let, let's start at the, at the end and work our way backwards. If that's okay with you, let's talk about your life today and, 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 mm-hmm. They seem to be dis- distracting parts of your life. That, that- I, they do, and I think I—I I almost think that 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 I use them for that. Okay, talk about that. All right. Well, um, you know, as a codependent person, I like to focus on other people so I don't have to worry about my own problems. Uh huh. And so, you know, um, Ken just started a new job, so you know. He calls me every night to check in and tell me how work was going. And last night I was saying, you know, I'm so proud of you. You're being so positive about this job. Um, right. I'm being very supportive of him. And I pour myself into that. Okay. Okay. Um, but hold on. Hold on. So wait, I haven't wait. started trying Claire. to. Ellen, what is, what is Ken doing for you? Yeah, that's a good question. What what is Ken doing for you? How's he supporting you? He is very verbally supportive. He believes in me. Um, he pushes me. He pushes you. <laughs> he pushes me to think beyond, uh-huh. you know, what what's right in front of me. Okay. And um, he... Um, believes that I've got a whole lot of potential and wants to see me fulfill that. How does he, how does he help you with that? He's, he is a drinker. And, um, I think if I asked, he would want to help me, but Hmm. a lot of times he flakes out on me because he drinks too much. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that I, I, I forgive that because I know what it's like to act that way. Yeah. Um, but I have talked to him about it, you know, be a yeah. better friend to me. And he's trying. Any, so, any, any, any uh, chances of him moving towards recovery? I don't know. I, hopefully, uh, you know, I hold out hope, but. That's up to him and not what is, me. What is it like for you to be with a person that, that's actively in his addiction when you are actively in recovery? 
I, I, you know, it, it's been like this for a couple of years and, um, a couple of years. It's not easy. It's not easy because, um, he gets frustrated with himself and takes it out on me. And I know what's going on. You know, he's just, um, uh, I think people would call it projecting, but there's a better word for it. And I can't remember what it is, but, um, you know, and I have to call him on it. Wouldn't your sponsor um, encourage you to be with some, not to be with somebody who is actively in their addiction when you are trying to maintain a good. Of course. Yeah. Of so course. That, and that is what everybody has encouraged you to do. But and he, but um, the thing is, is that. That's okay. That's okay, Ellen. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not in any way trying to point a finger at you. I'm just pointing the obvious of how we tend to look the other way at the things we do to ourselves when we want to. I, I think one thing that w I would love for us to talk more about is the distractions that you mentioned that you're using these fellas to kind of distract you from what's going on in, in the rest of your life. Like maybe. Oh my God. I just had an epiphany. What? You want to hear tell. Okay. While you were talking, I was like, okay, distraction. Right. I used the van to detract me from my problems when I was younger, when my mother was mean to me, my father always made up for it and was very kind and loving to me. So whenever I was having problems, I had a man to distract me from it. Oh my God. So maybe that's where it started. Bingo. Yeah. That that is something that we need to talk about. We really yeah. need to spend some time on that. Can can we have a session uh after sure. If of course, you like that. I, I, because I think, I've heard I think, you're the best. I'd love yeah. to have you help me. Well, I think that that we can spend a good, good session on that and be thinking about what let your thoughts just really grow on that. You are so smart, Ellen. You, you and you're so wise to let your your thought. I think you are going to be transforming into the person that is inside of you because I think from thinking back on those days of when you were a child and you had those moments with your parents all of your life to, to right now remembering it those were the development of Ellen who became the grown woman that she is today so yeah, Ellen. You, you've, you've got something you want to say I can see it yeah Okay. Okay. So yeah. let's spend some time on that and, and let that part of you weave itself into the other parts of you and, and become Ellen today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Beth. You've been wonderful. Oh, you're wonderful. Um, you're wonderful. I, I, I can't, I, I can't express how helpful this has been. It's oh. so nice to be able to talk my things out and get some feedback. Oh, well, I look forward to spending more time with you. Thank you for coming on my very second podcast and being my very, very, very first guest. Well, love you, babe.
kisses, 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 and we will have many great days ahead and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again. This is Beth Carson Wallace. Thanks so much for listening today. Once again, you can email me at bcwlifechanges@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks again and have a wonderful day. Thank you.